0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears.
2: Welcome to Cavs HQ presented by Betway. Thank you for joining us on the Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network.
0: Now, here are
2: your hosts. Tim Alcorn, and Jim Jones.
0: Well, hi again, everybody. Welcome to Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Great to have you with us once again. And boy, Jim, we're going to have a jam-packed show. Uh, Cavalier legend and, of course, uh, Cavalier full-time employee and broadcaster, Campy Russell, is going to stop by and pay us a visit. And then a little bit later on in the show, boy, the voice that gets everybody revved up at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Arena host Ahmad Crump will stop by and say hello to Cavs fans.
1: That's right, Tim. And the unique thing about Ahmad is he's a Cleveland kid, and he's been with us so long that it's become a generational awareness. You know, people that, that know the Cavaliers, you know, his voice has become synonymous with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, of course, Campy Russell, my younger brother from another mother, he and I are very close. And uh, to have him, he's had some very insightful things to talk about over and beyond just basketball.
0: Yep, so we look forward to hearing from both of them, Campy Russell and Ahmad Frump. We'll start things off with Campy. So stay with us. Campy Russell joins us next on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Radio Network. We welcome you back to Cavs HQ. It's presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Tim Elkhorn, Jim Jones, of course, all sorts of help from the guys on the other side of the window, Kurt McLaughlin and Marty Allen. And it is great to have with us once again on Cavs HQ, Cavalier Legend. And of course, you see him all season long on Bally Sports with pregame and halftime and post-game one Campy Russell. Campy, great to have you back with us as we work our way through the off-season and eagerly anticipate. The 22 23 season, which will be getting underway quicker than we realized.
3: Well, Tim, thank you very much, you and Jim, for allowing me to be a part of you guys. Uh, great show that you guys put on on a regular basis. And uh, to your point, I'm excited about this coming season as well. There's a lot of great expectations for us. And uh, I just feel like this is a team that has the ability to deal with whatever expectations that will be put before them. Campy, uh, thanks for coming.
1: I wanted to start, you know, we got plenty of time to talk about basketball, but I wanted to talk about the wall of honor induction. And mm-hmm. and then I also want you to talk about the great Dave Bing. I sat next to Dave doing, you know, during your induction, you had mm-hmm. Dave Bing come out. Talk. Could you talk a little bit about both those situations? Let
3: me start with the most important person, and that would be Dave Bing. You know, for me, uh, this is a guy that, definitely helped me along my road to where I am today. He's a guy that I met when I was in the seventh, eighth grade. He came to uh, a banquet that our basketball coach Earl McKee had put together and he knew Dave and Dave came to the event and, you know, talked to us about a lot of different things. But more importantly, Mm -hmm. from that time on, you know, he invited our whole basketball team to come out to his basketball camp in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. Mm. Mm. And um, from that time on, he has had all kind of impact in my life uh, as well as my family. So he, to me, is a guy that has helped build me along with my dad, along with my family. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, uh, when I think about Dave Bing, I just think about a great guy who clearly understands, who's always in a, um, a mode of wanting to help, wanting to assist, trying to create a good environment for you, and more importantly, give you the information that you need to be successful. So for me, when I think about Dave, I think about a guy that I just truly love, a guy that took me up to his basketball camp and exposed me to uh, this guy called Ralph Simpson. And I'm sure, Jim, you know who Ralph Simpson is. Yes, yes. Uh, I was in the ninth grade, and Ralph might have been in the 12th grade, I think, may have been, 12th. Mm-hmm. and this guy was the best player probably in the country definitely in the state of Michigan Ralph Simpson but this guy beat me so bad up there <laughs> yeah. i mean he just i mean he just he just took it all and you know, he just really and i think it was done by design by day you know to have him up there to show me that hey you know where you think you are you're not there and this guy beat me so bad. He dunked on me. He was posting <laughs> me up. He was just doing everything. You know how big Ralph is? Six, five, about 25. That's at that right. Time, That's right. You know? So man, he beat me so bad. And one thing I left out of there saying, I said, next time I see this guy, I'm going to handle him. <laughs> and I didn't, I, see him. I didn't see him until I got into the NBA and uh, he and I talked about that same situation at that time. And, uh, But truly, being at at Dave Bing's basketball camp, uh, Howard Lando was his partner, who was an outstanding college coach on all levels, junior college as well as in uh, Division I. Uh, Howard Lando was an outstanding teacher, and I'm telling you, he taught a lot of guys how to play this game. Uh, Maurice Lucas was at that camp. Moses Malone was at that camp. Terry Furlow. I mean, uh, John Brisker. You know, you name it, Fatty Taylor. All these guys exposed me to the game of basketball, and a lot of that just has to do with they being
1: Well, uh, Campy, as far as the induction, I thought you were at your best. Uh, talk just to give us a few minutes about what what was that like?
3: Well, that has been a a great passion of mine since the first time I got back here, came back to Cleveland, and that passion was about how do we go by exposing and letting the city and the country and everybody know the type of players that plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And there was no better way of doing that, but by putting together this type of um, platform of having the wall of honor, because I think it speaks to the quality of guys that have come through this Cavalier organization, the talent level that has come through this Cleveland Cavalier organization, the success that mm-hmm. has come through this Cleveland Cavalier organization. So you wanted to highlight that so for me i think that was the perfect vehicle for us to highlight the contributions that the guys will come through this organization has made to this organization from help building it back starting back in 1970 71 when Mm -hmm. our first draft choice john johnson was picked Mm -hmm. and then the following year i think it came austin carr was number one pick in the in the entire league so it, I just think it, it gives everybody, particularly our local family, uh, a better understanding of what this Cavalier team is, who it is, why it is what it is, and the talent base that have come through here and uh, the quality of guys that have been picked as draft choices by this Cavalier organization. So for me, this is a, a great opportunity to give a lot of information and exposure. To how great this capital organization has been over its what almost its past fifty years. So right, uh, yeah, over over fifty years. So I think that's the that's the beauty of this uh, organization, and that's the beauty of having the Wall of Honor. And as you know, Jimmy, I think we're, we are looking at not having it uh, th- this season, but uh, two thousand and twenty three. Mm-hmm. We're looking to have it every other year. And we're also looking to not just identify the people who have played here, but also the people who have helped build this organization. And they may not even be related to actually playing basketball. And I think that's the beauty of this organization, too, is to have such great support staff that has helped impact this basketball team as well and this organization. So that will be in addition to just having players, but we also will have, I'm going to use uh, Shaquille O'Neal's where we're going to have others who have impacted the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> well,
0: that's a great point. And again, it really is something special. That's a part of the fabric of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, Gabby, we got to take the break, but real quick, I want to circle back because you mentioned you didn't see Simpson again until you got to the NBA. Did you exact your revenge that night? Did you Oh did no, you go big? no, No doubt about it. I, I owed him <laughs> one. It took a long time, but I owed him <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to have to look up the box score then. We'll uh, we'll go back and do some research on that. Oh, that's a great story. Again, we're talking with Cavalier legend Campy Russell. And, of course, uh, he's a part of the Cavaliers broadcast team as well. On the television side, Valley Sports with pregame halftime and post-game, and certainly a a great storyteller. So we'll have more with Campy after this on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Continuing our conversation with Campy Russell as he joins us here on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway, and of course, one of Campy's great teammates when he was with the Cavaliers, My co-host for Cavs HQ, presented by Betway, one Jim Jones. Jim, you want to start things off with your good friend Campy here in the second segment?
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Campy, talking about the current Cavs team, and seems like they're trying to plug all the holes. What's your thoughts on the potential of this particular Cavalier team?
3: Jim, for me, I think we have a lot of great pieces. And I think that starts with our bigs, as we all know. Uh, when you look at Jared, you look at, uh, you know, uh, Mobley, marketing, you look at Kevin Love and the kind of year that he just had, and, and I'm sure he's looking to to build on that. You look up at the makeup of our basketball team, I'm just really excited about the potential that's there. We saw some of the potential. We went through some injuries last year, but we still did exactly what we needed to do, and that was to get better, put ourselves in a position to be in the playoffs, and now we have added additional players to this basketball team. So I'm very excited about the possibility of this basketball team. Because, again, you look at the personnel that we have, the length, you look at the small forwards, the big forwards, um, our guard, uh, which I believe is on his way to being one of the best guards in our league. You know, uh, when you talk about how well he is playing, we know when we talk about this young man, his game has really went to a whole different level. And Darius has continued to put in the work to put himself in the position that he's in at this particular time. So for me, I'm very excited about this coming season. I think we're not gonna catch anybody by surprise. And I, but I think the good news is about this is the attitude of this basketball team, no matter what it is, that they're gonna always come and play the right way and play hard and give it their all. And I think we are built or being built for success and long-term success.
0: Campy, of course, uh, first-round pick, Ochai Obagi, uh comes to the Cavaliers after a terrific four-year career, a full college career at Kansas, uh, the re-signing of Ricky Rubio. Uh, your thoughts on those 2 offseason moves by the Cavs?
3: Well, Abaji for me, The thing I like about him is his overall size. I mean, the body that he has, he's 6'5", about 215, 214. When I had a chance to see him, what I saw was a great body, a guy who really understands what his game is. He kind of reminds me of um, Bradley Bill and the kid Buddy Hill. Uh, I like that size that he brings. I like the fact that This young man clearly understands his own game. He's an outstanding, I say, scorer as well as a shooter. I like his size and his length because he has the ability, because of his strength, to be solid defensively. He has great awareness out there on the floor offensively as well as on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm very excited about watching this young man grow his game. But the most important thing I like about him, though, and in some cases some people may look at it as a negative, but that he's 22 years old. He's ready to go, like, right now. And for me, I think that's the most important thing, that for, for him to be in that position, to be able to add a lot of value to our basketball team going forward. As for Ricky Rubio, I guess for the most part, we all have to kind of take a wait-and-see kind of situation, you know, but I think it's good to have him back on the roster because he definitely added a lot of value to our team prior to him getting hurt. And uh, from the time he got hurt, I think, you know, it, we kind of took a step back, but at the same time, it allowed Darius to take his game to a whole different level as well. So I think it was a, um, a bad thing in losing Ricky Rubio, but the other side of it is we saw Darius take his game to a whole different level.
1: Great stuff, Campy. Campy, you're on the business side uh, in the Cavs front office, in particular, the legends and, um, and most programs that have to do with the Explain to our fans uh, the role that you play in the front office, you know, running the legends and
3: other programs. Well, there's definitely, my, my focus primarily are the legends, you know, as, as the current players, and, you know, as you know, you're a part of it as well as Bingo, Larry Nance, uh, Andy, Virgil, you know, Z, you know, all of these guys are all a part of it. But the thing that my day-to-day is, is more about dealing with the community and the community relations and just being visible out in the community and dealing with uh, the different uh, entities that are out there. And for me, that is something that is a natural for me. That's why when this position was put together, I just felt like it was a natural and obviously uh, our ownership felt the same way at that particular time and they still feel that way today. But my daily grind, my daily things that I do is primarily centered around our legends as well as the community and that, as you know and i don't know whether you know or not but uh, pam fresco is now the vp of um, community relations but also of our cast foundation as well and so i kind of report to her as well as dave dombrowski and uh, you know both of those people have done a great job of uh guiding our respective positions but also they've done a great job of allowing me to be who I am. And I think that's the most important thing for me is to um, continue to be who I am and and, uh, be the person that in some respects is the face of the franchise as it relates to some of the community things that we do as well as the things that we do with uh, with the Cavalier Legend.
0: Well, Campy, I can speak firsthand for a couple of the organizations that I know you're involved with that I have also been involved with. And you just do remarkable work for the Cavaliers yep. as far as that community relations aspect is concerned. So hats
3: off to you. You do a great, great yes, job in does. that regard. I think that's just part of my nature. And for me, that's how I came up. That, that is how um, my dad raised us, is to always be in a giving mode, and trying to give back and affect the area that you live in, so that is, I would say, my uh, blessing from my dad as well as from uh, from God. That's awesome. Well, Cappy, it has been once again a
0: thrill to have you with us on Cavs HQ. Uh, as we said at the outset, we're all looking forward to getting this thing rolling because uh, excitement is high and anticipation. Is high, as are the expectations for this Cavalier team coming up. So uh, look forward to seeing you a
3: whole lot more as the season unfolds here in the next couple of months. Tim and Jim, you know, I think both all of us know about expectations. And I fully believe that the type of personnel we have, the type of uh, characters that we have on our team, the type of chemistry that we have on our team, I think they're built to be a team that's going to have a long run for a long time. And I'm willing to stand on that because I just believe in that in, in the the guys that they have and the will of our coaches and the leadership from the top in terms of Kobe Altman. So I think there's no question in my mind that we're moving in the right direction to be very, very successful going forward long term. Right. Well, I think we all agree with that. KB, we yes. appreciate you. Thank you. KB. Thank
0: you. Thank you
3: very all much. All right, guys. Thank you now. Kevin Russell imagine.
0: joining us here on Cavs HQ presented by Betway. We'll take a quick time out, and another voice that's very familiar to Cavs fans, Ahmad Crump, the in arena host at Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse, will stop by and pay us a visit. So stay tuned for that. Cavs HQ presented by Betway follows this on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Mm-hmm during the 21 22 calves and monster seasons every dunk and every goal earned a ten dollar donation from lexus for our two community foundations to support charitable organizations in northeast ohio our first dunks for dollars saves for goals end of season event was held this week at fatima family center in cleveland where children received new basketball hoops and basketballs hockey goals balls, and sticks, got to mingle with Moondog, and took home snacks and swag to close the afternoon out. Cavs in the Community is brought to you by Discount Drug Mart. We'll be back with more Cavs HQ presented by Betway after this on the Cavaliers Radio Network.
2: Let's get the for your Cleveland
1: Cavaliers! First,
2: we have the guards. He's from Vanderbilt. Number 10, Darius Garland. Yeah. The other guard, he's from Columbus,
1: Ohio. Number 3, Kyrus Levert. We have, have the forwards. Forward. First, he's from Finland. Number 24, Lowry Smoky. Yeah. The other four. he's from yeah. USC. Number 4,
0: Welcome back. It's Cavs HQ presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Tim Elkhorn along with Jim Jones, and of course you hear our voices all along the Cavaliers Radio Network but a voice that you hear perhaps in the background on the Cavaliers Radio Network certainly when you are at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse for Cavaliers Basketball is that of our in-house public address announcer. He gets the crowd all revved up. Ahmad Crump And I'll tell you what, Ahmad, uh, your voice may be one of the most recognizable in Northeast Ohio. What an unbelievable job you do at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Great to have you on Cavs HQ.
2: Hey, I really appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me for sure.
0: Well, as I mentioned, Cavs fans, uh, fans in Northeast Ohio, know your voice. You know how to get that Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse crowd pumped up. But before we talk about that, uh, for Cavs fans and listeners to Cavs HQ that may not know, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up being the guy on the mic down at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse.
2: I tell you what, I was working for, uh, I came out of college, I graduated from college and, uh, you know, I wanted to be a lawyer, you know, and so uh, I started working for a few law firms and, uh you know just watching so i started working in the records department and and paralegal work and docket work and just i just wasn't happy i just wasn't happy and all my life i've played basketball i've i've watched basketball i've watched cavs for, for years and years you know so um before lebron got here you know the cavs you know they were uh they were struggling struggling to make it to you know the playoffs for a few years and uh you know, we used to get tickets for free. And I would just go to the games and I would just, I would let whatever hair that I had, I would let it down and just have a good time. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I used to host talent I used to host talent shows in college, used to host talent shows in high school and things, all, all like that. But you know, opportunity came open to be a part of uh the Cleveland Rockers Rock Squad, which was our WNBA team back in the day. And um then that led to being on the uh the first ever Scream team when the Cavs drafted LeBron in two thousand three, and uh, you know I was a I was a familiar face around when Dan Gilbert bought the team, he wanted new everything new new hosts new new dancers or whatnot. Uh, since I'm not a dancer, all like all like that, I had to find <laughs> a niche. <laughs> of something that could make me happy, you know, and I always enjoyed talking to people. I enjoyed hyping up crowds. I was always like that hype man at a party, you know, if I was, you know, in college or whatnot. And um, I tried out to be the Arena host in 2005. I didn't make it, you know, um, they told me, you know, just that I need to work on a few things or whatnot. I was more nervous than anything. And um, they called me a couple weeks later Uh, We were playing against the uh, Denver Nuggets on a Thursday, November the 15th, uh, 2005. And they said, hey, um, we want you to fill in and be our our host in front of 20,000 people. And, you know, I was so nervous going out there in front of 20,000 people. And from that point on, they told me to come back the next game, which was November the 17th, Cavs against Miami Heat and um that was 2005 as well and from then on they said hey why don't you quit the law firm and just work here full time and it was just uh a moment that i'll never ever forget something that i love to do love to entertain love love to play basketball be around the guys and uh to turn it into something that i love to do is absolutely humbling and unbelievable
1: well that's great stuff ahmad and You know, I've been one of your biggest supporters for years from the beginning. One of the things I just want to give our fans a perspective is that you're the most recognizable voice, not only in the Cavs organization, which is a billion-dollar-plus business, but in all the three major sports, there's no one like you. And uh, how does that feel? This is a two-part question, but how does that feel?
2: I appreciate that, uh, Jim. Uh, It's humbling. It's it's, it's really humbling, you know, just... Coming from, you know, um, just growing up in in Cleveland Heights and like I said, just being around sports my whole life, you know, older brother played football basketball, you know, I played, you know, little league sports and then got a chance to play uh, high school sports and just, it's a humbling feeling where I get to walk around and a lot of people don't even know my name. They'll just say, hey, it's the calves guy. <laughs> or, you know, or, you know, hey, it's, it's it's the hype man. Or when I see, uh, as a matter of fact, a quick story, I was in Starbucks, uh, like what, two weeks ago, I was in Starbucks and a 24 year old guy, he comes up to me and he says to me, isn't your name Ahmad?" And I said, yes. And he said, I just have to tell you, you came to my school when I was in the eighth eighth grade and you left such an, uh, an impression on me. Uh, he works for uh, he works for uh, a law firm downtown, you know? Okay. Um, But he he came up to me, he was like, I just want you to know that if nobody ever told you, I just want to let you know that in the eighth grade, you know, you left such an impression, impression on me and in my life and your whole story. I just want to say thank you for everything that you do for the actual city. You know, so when you hear stories all like that, when you hear stories, of that you that you actually touch because you know everybody's not gonna like like you you know and no matter what and what no matter what profession that you're in but when you hear stories like that where you actually touch somebody it makes it even more humbling you know uh to be recognized like, like that and i'm grateful for it
1: well go ahead tim he answered my second part <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> again we're talking to ahmad crump uh you know that voice uh he gets everybody revved up at rocket mortgage field house our- in arena host. And Amanda, everybody has that signature call. And to me, when I hear you give the elongated Cleveland to start things, I'm not going to try to imitate it. Only you can do it. But (laughs) uh, did did you think that up? Did that just come naturally? Because I think if you have a signature call, that's
2: it. You know what? I had to come up with something that separated me from everybody else. You know, I wanted to do something that actually made it stick out to you know fans. And my goal was back when I first started doing it, you know, when you hear the word Cleveland, it's game time. It's go time. Forget about everything else. And uh, you know, just um put your heart and your soul out there for the for the team. You know, cheer as loud, loud, loud as you can, you know, um, and I know my style—I know it's not for everybody—and I totally respect that. Like you know, um, one of my great con- conversations, uh, being with the organization, was uh, the late great Joe Tate. You know, I talked—he uh, used to talk to me quite a, quite a bit—and I'll never forget. I used to—I used to be very emotional about about this team. You know, I we lost—we um, lost to the Detroit Pistons in 2006 in game six at home in the Eastern Conference semifinals. And I'll never forget, I'm sitting courtside after the game is over and I'm looking down, I'm looking depressed. And Joe Tate walks up to me. He was like, hey Amada, you all right? I was like, I'm all right, Mr. Tate. You know, I'm just, you know, taking it all in. And he says, he, so he had um he had a score sheet in his hand. And he <laughs> says, Hey um, Ahmad, do me a favor look at all the players on this, on this list. (laughs) And I say, I see it. And he says that, do you see your name in this? And I said, let me see. I don't see my name. He says, (laughs) then you had nothing to do with it. (laughs) My. He says that you can only control what you can control, you know? So um, when I hear words like that from, you know, uh, a ledger like him, you know, I knew I was in the right, right place to actually be there. So, you know, um, when fans, when they hear the word Cleveland, you know, inside the arena, they know it's, it's go time and uh, it's time to go to work. Well,
0: that's an awesome story. Again, we're talking with Ahmad Crump. He's our guest on Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. We're going to sneak in a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll hear more from Amad. So stay with us on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Welcome back. It's Cavs HQ, Cube presented by Betway on the Cavaliers Radio Network. Tim Elcorn, along with Jim Jones. Let's not forget the other two guys who really make this show hum. The dynamic duo of Kurt McLaughlin and Marty Allen. And we're thrilled to have this week our guest Ahmad Crump. Yes, he's the in-arena host. At Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Uh, you know that voice. You certainly know that excitement. He'll get your adrenaline flowing uh, before, during, and sometimes even after Cavaliers basketball. Jimmy, you want to start things off in segment two with Ahmad?
1: Yeah, thank you, Tim. Ahmad, a lot of people don't realize that you've done a lot of NBA stuff for a lot of NBA events. What are some of the league events that you've emceed?
2: Um, I was uh, blessed by the NBA. Um, I've been chosen six times to uh, be a part of NBA All-Star weekend. So that was the actual All-Star, All-Star game. But well, this past season, I was a part of the HBCU Classic, the first ever uh, NBA HBCU Classic. I've done the slam dunk contest. I've done the Rising Stars Challenge. I've done the Celebrity Games, the NBA All-Star practice. I was invited to go to China back in 2007, for the first ever uh, NBA China games with Orlando Magic versus our Cleveland Cavaliers. It's been humbling to be recognized by the NBA. A lot of the relationships I've created across the league as well too. And, you know, this past season for All-Star, I was blessed and honored to be able to do the intros for the All-Star game at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And that was absolutely, you know, that was a dream come true for me because i've done the nba all-star intros in la back in 2011 you know mm-hmm. but just to do it in front of the hometown team it was absolutely amazing it's a feeling that i'll never ever forget about i want to ask you about how much of what happens on the floor during timeouts
0: and things that you are hosting per se how much of that is scripted and how much of that is impromptu as far as just what you're saying and the and the verbiage that you're using?
2: We get a script before every game. And um my job is pretty much just to read that, read that script, make a couple notes on some on, on some cue cards, and I try to turn it that script into just like me having a conversation like we're doing now. You right. know, I, I try to sound authentic as possible. Because fans, what I've learned over the years, they can see, they can see fakeness. They can hear it in your voice, you know. Um, so I try to be authentic as, um, as possible. And a lot of it pretty much is in, in, impromptu. As long as I get those bullet points out, they pretty much give me free reign, you know, with what I actually do on the floor.
0: Yeah, I just want to say just a quick follow-up, because as Jim and I are sitting there in those commercial breaks, popping the headsets off to listen to you, you're truly enjoying yourself. You're enjoying the moment. And no matter what the promotion is, uh, it seems as though you're just loving every second of it.
2: Absolutely. You know, like they say, you know, in sports, there's only 30 of us in the NBA and sometimes it's 60 of us, you know, because some, a lot of NBA teams, they do have uh, two hosts or whatnot. So I just feel lucky and blessed to, you know, be a part of it and just seeing, you know, no matter if the team has been good or if the team has been bad, just seeing the team grow, you know, um, because there were some years, you know, after LeBron left the first time, you know, it, it, there were some trying times, you know, um, so getting a chance to see the team grow and um, and to where they are now, you know, it's just like, uh, it's one of the greatest jobs ever, you know, definitely one of the greatest jobs and I wouldn't trade it for anything.
1: You know, uh, your ability, we call it relatability because you're from Cleveland and your community uh, engagement piece. You know, you're all over the place. I was just wondering, what do you tell aspiring young people when you go to some of these junior highs and elementary schools and even high schools?
2: You know what? I tell them if you have a dream, you know, don't let anybody take it away from you. You know, if it's yours, you know, find out how you how you can achieve that. And you go ahead and you actually take, take off with it. Don't run with the wrong crowd, you know? And um, a piece of advice that was told, told to me was, follow your gift and don't follow the passion. And pretty much what that is, is that what he broke in, in, in my sense, you know, as of late, I've developed this passion for golf. You know, I love getting out there, you know, and you give me 10 shots off of the tee, two of them go, two of them go straight, 300 yards. 250, yards, but the majority of the time, I'm in somebody's backyard in the woods trying to find that ball, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's just a passion that I have, but that's just not my gift. And I discovered in college that my gift, I love talking to people and the calf, they pay me to be that face in the community, you know, representing the organization, myself and my family to the utmost respect. Um, and uh, you know, just giving these kids uh, that that extra light that they may or they may not have had in the past, giving them a little bit of hope that they may or may not have had in the past. I love, you know, I guess I love going out in the community. I love giving away tickets to to you know these student centers and these rec and these rec centers. Uh, anything to put a smile on their face, if it's a handshake, if it's a high five, if it's a T-shirt, I always take it upon myself that you just never know what anybody is going through you don't know what their situation is in life and in finances you just don't know and you know by us being with the cleveland cavaliers and all around you can be that saving grace you can be that saving grace for them that hey everything is going to be okay so i take that upon i take that as, as a challenge if i can make one person smile and make them forget about what's going on on the outside world i feel like i've done my job
0: Oh, my, that's a great message. So final question before we let you go. I know Jim and I are always asked about favorite game or favorite moments, and it's really hard to to rank them. But, man, you've been down on that floor for some electrifying moments. Is there one that really stands out to you?
2: There's definitely, there's definitely a few. Uh, I would have to say there's actually three. And number one, obviously, was um, – the watch party we had june 19 2016 uh, we won the nba title just yep. a moment that you'll never ever ever forget uh i would have to say um the first eastern conference championship that we won in 2007 you mm-hmm. know uh that was yes. that, that was a, a feeling that we're just like oh my god and you know and although we didn't succeed against the spurs at that year it's just I've never seen my all my years in life, uh, I've never seen a city come together the way they did when we won. And it was just the Eastern Conference title. You know, it was absolutely an unbelievable feeling. And then I would have to say um, LeBron's first game back here in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, That was, uh, you know, we were playing against the Knicks and although we didn't beat the Knicks, it was just the intensity the electricity in the building, it was just, I mean, I couldn't believe how great, you know, I mean, it was watch parties all over, no matter if you were downtown, or if you were in different local uh, bar establishments around downtown, it was just absolutely great feeling to be a part of. And uh, so, yeah, those are my top three that I'm just like, wow, I've, its I've it's been one hell of a ride and I'm looking for a, a, whole, a whole lot more. And, you know, I wish, you know, I was born in 76 and I really wish that I was alive and competent enough to understand the miracle in Richfield, Jim. I've yeah. seen all these videos um, and all these highlights and how the fans, you know, poured onto the floor and, you know, tearing down the hoop or whatnot. I mean, yep. that was some, <laughs> that, I mean, oh man, that was just, that was just some authentic, fans that just love their Cavaliers team and you know I get chills every time I see that and the stories that I hear that oh yeah if Jim didn't break his foot we would have went on to beat the Celtics you know the following series true that's true that's true you know it's very uh, true uh, I really wish that um I could have actually experienced that but just watching um watching those, watching those videos uh it definitely still gives me chills for sure
0: well there's no doubt Ahmad, uh, you give people some chills and some adrenaline and some fever pitch excitement when you get things rolling at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Can't wait to hear you down in the arena again as the 22-23 season is uh, not that far off. Hey, we really appreciate you spending some time with us here on Cavs HQ. Hey, thanks Thank so you. much.
2: Thanks Thank for the you, invite. I enjoy stuff. the work, guys.
0: Great stuff. Thanks, Ahmad. Ahmad Crump, he's the in-arena host at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. You know that, voice. A great voice of the Cavaliers when they're playing in downtown Cleveland. A quick time out. Stay with us. Cavs HQ, presented by Betway, continues after this on the Cavaliers Radio Network. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. That was a fun show. We heard from Cavalier legend, and of course, the guy who brings you pregame, halftime, and postgame on Valley Sports. One campy Russell. And how about a fun conversation with Amad Crump, the in-arena host at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. As we mentioned throughout that conversation with Amad, you know that voice anywhere. He can get that crowd to a fever pitch when the Cavaliers are at home. So a great big thank you to those two guys. Of course, thank you to the dynamic duo, Kurt McLaughlin, along with Marty Allen. And Jim Jones, a great big thank you to you. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Cavs HQ, presented by Betway. We'll be back with you again next week for another edition of Cavs HQ. So until then, this is Tim Elthorne saying once again, thank
3: you very much for listening. And so long, everybody.